Baruch Hashem, we have a very nice crowd this morning. Today's Shi'ur Bezat Hashem is Le'inu Nishmat Moshe Ben Bahia, Mokesh Kalava Shalom. It was a staple in the Shul. Today is the 12 months for Mokesh. <coughs> if I knew making a small amount about a class would draw this kind of crowd, I would have started talking two weeks ago about it. But Baruch Hashem, we should continue to grow. Okay, here we go. This is an actual case that happened. Okay, I'm going to give the background first, and then we're going to learn the halachot of how to apply. There's a guy who has a store. <clears throat> place happened in, uh, where did it happen in? Some place in, uh, it looks like Georgia. Okay? He has a, he has a, he has a what do you call it? A gift baskets, a loose candy, a, you know, super nuts type of a store. Right? Mm-hmm. O-Nuts, you guys are MUJ guys. I don't talk like MUJ guys. <laughs> O-Nuts, he's got an O-Nuts store. Okay? And he bought the business in 2002. Hasn't been profitable yet. He also has a small online business. But you know what he's selling? Everything in the store, is, he's just a retailer. He's buying wholesale goods. He's putting loose candies, loose things. He makes gift baskets, purim, you know, the whole guess. Good? About two years later, a guy wants to open a store across the street selling specialty chocolates. And he's going to sell uh, crepes and ice cream. He has a little seating area. The recording's on, Mo. We're good to go. I love you. So, he says, he's got a little seating area. He's going to sell chocolates. And the kashrut comes to the guy with the candy store. Tells him, listen, there's a guy going to open across the street. He's going to start selling chocolates. But he's selling specialty chocolates. He's selling chocolates uh, made on premises. Hashubi, upscale, upline, and he's got a little uh, seating area. He's going to make hot crepes and, you know, things like that. And so it's more like a restaurant. But just letting you know that if you want to make a claim against competition, unfair competition practices, before we give him hashkacha, tell me now. So the guy thinks about it. He says, listen, it's not really the same type of business. He's, telling, he's selling uh, all, you know, custom-made chocolates. It's more like, think like a Rocky Mountain chocolate factory type of place. Right? But with a seating area, with a thing like that, everything's being made on premises, the, the apples and the things like that. It doesn't really compete with him so much. At least that's what he thinks. And they also tell him that they're only selling dairy chocolates. Okay? Fine. So he says, Look, I don't think it's going to be much of a problem for me. Go ahead. Fine. Fast forward a year. And they decide across the street they want to start to sell parf chocolates. And they also want to start to market it, or whatever. Now, now the guy starts to feel a little bit of pressure, and he calls the, 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 uh, the hashkacha, and he says, I want to make a claim on unfair business practices. Okay? That's the background of what happens. The counterclaims back are obviously simple. We're not the same as you. We're open different hours. We open restaurant hours. You're open retail hours. You close at 5 o'clock. We open till 8, 9 o'clock. Uh, we're selling things uh, that are not exactly the level of yours. Ours are much more expensive. They're more specialty goods. Higher ing- better ingredients, better quality, better whatever, 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 whatever you want to say. We have different merchandise than you have. And his counterclaim is, no, we are the candy store. This is a small town, someplace in Georgia. Yehudim, how many Jews that we need to have kosher candy in the middle of Georgia? I don't know. And you guys came into this place, and I've been owning the business for a bunch of years. I haven't been profitable. And since you came, I have no chance now to be profitable. Blah, 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 blah. I want to stop this uh, from going forward. I'm going to stop you from selling the pot of chocolates because it's going to take too much away from my business. Good? Those are the claims. Anybody want to say anything before we proceed? Is the claim 
claiming just on the Pav Chokits or the claim on the whole store? He's only claiming the, the expansion into the Pav Chokits because that's the part that the other part he already said okay for. He didn't, uh, he didn't say no. He says, and it is differentiation. It is a little bit of a more restaurant style. They have ice creams also. He's, you know, he's, uh, he's O-nuts. You know. <coughs> Did he put it in writing? He didn't put anything in writing? Okay. Mm-hmm. Why is, Talk. Why, why did the, um, the uh, Hashanah go to him first? Great question. Okay? It's a great question. So, I'm going to put the recording on pause for a minute. I didn't say it, by the way, okay? So, uh, um, so and especially in a small town. He has his own recording. Yeah. <laughs> in a small town, you know, they're trying to protect the business, and therefore they went to town. Listen, it, it, it's their job also. It is a, if he has a halachic claim... Then they really can't give hashkacha to somebody who's doing something against the halakha. If the other guy is not allowed to open, so he's transgressing halakha, they can't give him hashkacha. So they wanted to make sure they're covering their bases and they're coming to him and they say, hey, this guy is doing this. You're okay with this or you want to make a claim? If you're going to make a claim, then we're going to stop until we go to bed din. We're not going to give him hashkacha until we sort it out. That's what happened. Good? Good? Any other questions? So is he asking not to give him hashkacha? He's asking let's go to bed din. No, now, because they're already in business and they have the hashkacha already, he was trying to go to Betin to stop them from expanding their, their line into the more HL goods or whatever, the path chokers. Ah, uh, so that's it. Now we got the one. Now let's learn. What about competition? All right? In America, there's no such thing. You open this door, good luck to you. Right? It's competition, competition, competition. Is there a halachic principle that limits competition that will create monopolies for some people? <coughs> or is competition mutar? Go and do what you got to do. Go ahead. Climactually opposite. So again, what? Anglo-American law. You can't tell a guy not to compete with you. And in fact, the hashkafa people are actually doing something not competitive. They're stopping, right? They're creating monopolies. Absolutely. That's why I said what I said before, which is not on the recording. <laughs> yeah. I got a question. What's the radius, and who decides Great. the amount of stores can be? Great. Great. Right. Good. 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 Okay. So think about it in the regular business world. I know a lot of guys of the retailers. Retailers. Yeah. Great. So that's what we have to learn now. Is there such a halacha? It's called competition. If there are, what are the limitations? How far do I have to move away? Do I have to move away altogether? Can I just open up and say, you know, let's take they do in American law? Buyer beware. And, uh, and, and seller beware, and that's it. It is what it is. If he wants to come to me, he'll come to me. If he wants to go to you, he'll go to you. There's no halakha. That's one possibility. Or there are laws and there's limitations on where I can open and where far I can go. And if I have to move away, how far do I have to move away? And how long, uh, maybe, I, I know, maybe I'm not it's exactly the same stuff. Okay? So that's what we're going to learn right now. Yeah. Is it to protect the shopkeeper or to protect the consumer? Gorgeous. You hear? Fantastic question. It's a big mahluk in the Gemara. If there is a halakha, was the halakha established to protect the shopkeeper, or is it open? Is, is, is established for the people of the townspeople? Because if there's too much competition and they go out of business, there's no merchandise in the stores anymore because there are no stores because no one can stay alive. So it's, is it a problem for the townspeople or is it a problem for the people? Right. All of these examples of competition is always based on retail. Good. Put this in a wholesale Great. Great question. Also, okay. No, no. He's asking for that. All, all, all issues addressed in the Gemara we're about to learn. Okay, it's a great question. Coming up, all the, all those questions are coming up in the Gemara we're about to learn. It's Gemara and Baba Batra. I printed it for you if you have the book. Otherwise, if you get some books, if you want it, it's on Daf Kaf Aleph Amud Bet. It starts as follows: Amar Avuna, Hai Bar Mevoad Uki Rehaya. 
Okay, in the old system, in the old city, think back to in Halab, it was the same way. They have, the way that they used to live was in uh, courtyards. They have alleyways, the alleyways lead to courtyards. In the courtyards are multiple houses, okay? The mavoy is the alleyway that leads to the courtyards. So a mavoy, let's say, we would call it, I don't know, an hour day, let's say, you know, it's like a street for us, okay? But, but closed on what? It's like an alleyway almost, but it lands, when I come out of the Mavoy, off of the Mavoy areas are courtyards. And, and so I walk down the alleyway, on the right there's a, door, there's a doorway, I go through, it's a courtyard, there's six, seven houses. Down there's another doorway, another six, seven houses, and that's how it works. Good? So the Mavoy is the passageway that leads to all these houses. It says like this, Hi Bar this guy lives inside the, in one of, the, one of the houses in the courtyard that you go through the Mavoy to get to the passageway. Good? He set up himself a mill. He's going to own the business. Home business. Right? Everybody around here needs to grind their wheat. I'm going to put my mill over here in the alleyway and people are going to come back and forth. I'll sell uh, services. I'm going to grind the wheat for them. Good. The so first guy does it. He says, He's got good business. So the other guy that's on the other side over there says, Wow, you know what? It's a great idea. I'm going to put my mill too. I'm going to put my mill over there also, and I'll get customers too. Dinahu, the Gemara says, Halakha, the, second, the first guy can stop the second guy from putting his mill there. What's his claim? You are interrupting my income. You're taking away my livelihood. That's what he says. Okay, that's Rabuna's statement. I'm in the third line. Shall we say the following supports Ravuna's statement? What does it say? Baraita. Marhikim misudat hadag min hadag. You want to go fishing. And you see there's a fisherman there, right? He's got a net there already. I want to see. I see this fisher jumping around. Hadith. Drop my, drop my net. I want to catch some fish too. Says, you have to move away. Kimlo ritzat hadag. You need to move away far enough for. The, how long, it, how far it takes for the, a fish to swim. Mara says, Vichama, how far is that, Mo? Says, Amaraba bar Ravuna ad Parsa. Parsa is 8,000 amot. 8,000 amot is, think about it in feet, every amma approximately 16,000 feet. That's a few miles. Okay? Quite a way, quite a ways away. You want to go fishing, you see the guy on the shore, you got to move away a Parsa. Yeah. No, a parsa is four, four, four meals. Every meal, 2,000 to 8,000 amot. Am I wrong, Rabbi Nathan? Pro- approximately 16,000 feet. Yeah. That's four miles. Like, okay, whatever. It's multiple miles. It's miles away. It's miles away. Okay. Fine. So that's, that's further than I need to walk to come here, by the way. <laughs> okay. You could go to two shuls. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the other not competition. There's more. It's competition. I can't go to another shul. I have to be further away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So I got to move away a parsa. So now, is this similar to the case of the mill? The fish and the mill, are they similar? Think about it for a minute. Any difference? Think about it before we read further. What's the difference between the, kids, the, the, the fish and the mill? 
Because the difference is the the uh, God can be at the top, the guy at the bottom, and then all the people in the middle have equal distance to go. Whereas the fish is a completely different marketplace. The fish uh, aren't, all the fish can go and continually the swim. The fish don't have a and choice. Choice. Remember, so, the fish don't have a choice. Think about what happened. We what we're trying to derive support from the from the fish case to the case of the mill to say you can't open the mill. Don't put the mill there. Why? Because the fish says you got to move away. 4,000, 8,000 amot. Is that similar? Are they similar? No, he doesn't Why own not? The What's the difference? He doesn't own the fish. Ah, here? Good. One, one point. The fish I have care. They belong to anybody. And, and fish is free. So, yeah, whoever fishes, fishes, right? He doesn't own the customers. Okay. Uh, customers uh, belong to nobody. Right? Say what? It's a much smaller area. It's very little, right? Two, two, two different domains, right? The ocean is all kind of elite. One old domain, it's all Karmeli. And this is potentially, right, this is also technically Karmeli, but it's Rahid, much smaller people. If you don't live on in the alleyway, they don't want you to walk through there. It's not a, it's not a through fair. It's not a Rishut Arabim. You walk down that block because you live inside those areas. Right. You have a question? No, I was just going to say, one's a limited natural resource. Thank you. Absolutely true. Right? Okay, so the guys wants to say, Shani Dagim. I know, fish case is different. Why is the fish fish case different? Which means that you need to move away from the fish, but you would not need to move away from the mill. Why? sayara. Because, says the Gemara, something called sayara. sayara? The Gemara, the Rishonim, have a mahlukin about what this means. The most accepted opinion is that what happens over here is when you go fishing, think about what's going on. The guy throws his net. Is he just waiting for fish to come? No, he's throwing bait. He's throwing nets, he's throwing, he's throwing uh, chum in the water, right? He's drawing the fish to him. He has now a vested interest in the fish that are here. The fish are here because of him. Now you want to come take those fish? He's invested. So you got, he's, got, he's got invested interest over here. He's put all this. Not only that, the guy fishes this spot every day. And every day he chums the waters. Now the fish got used to it. They know, when I'm hungry, I'm going to go here. Because I know the fish are over here. That's where the food is. I'm going to go over there. So now he's trained the fish to come to this area. You want to come now and benefit from the work that this guy did? Uh-uh. Because that you can't do. Also. You got to move away. Oh, uh, good. Why well, is it similar? Because the mill was here. They right. He, he got the customers now, used to it. Now I'm going to put one before his mill. Why am I going to walk another X amount of feet so that I can just get to that? Good. It's the wheat district. We made the wheat district. They made a wheat, the right, right. Flower, the flower, the flower market. You know, you know, Seventeenth Street. Every guy's a flower guy, flower guy, flower guy, right? Everyone knows you want flowers. That's where you go, right? So I, I drew the customers in. Well, that's that would be a similar case because of the fact now you have a claim. My claim is what do you mean? The red, I brought all the customers now to the block, and you see that there's a big line now in front of my mill. So you're putting a mill. No, no, I brought these guys. But you can argue but that would, the second guy. Uh, Made it the district. I mean, like 47th Street. Correct. Correct. One guy doesn't create a district, right? Correct. It's the second and third and fourth guy that made it. Good. 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 All those are going to be parts of parts of the conversation of the bit team coming up when we start to go back to our case. Remember, we're building some knowledge for us to be able to understand what what went on in this case with the candies and the chocolates, right? So yes, that's that's going to come up in a minute also. Okay. Good. Yeah. No. No, he's, it, it, this is a claim of why the fish case is different. Why you can't take the fish? Sayara, so, I've trained them to come here. I put my I put my bait in there. That's why if you have, we have a Baba Vatra, you can read the Rashi. I'll explain to you. Amar le Ravina Okay, fine. So you want to say it's not similar? 
So, okay, then tell me why we weren't, why we're not allowed to open, put the mill there. Maybe Rav Huna, who said you have to move the mill away, holds like Rabbi Yehuda. What does Rabbi Yehuda hold? Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Rabbi Yehuda says, guy got a grocery store. You know what he wants to do? He wants to make sure he's going to have customers in the future. So he starts giving candy to the kids. As they grow up, oh, this is a good place. I'm going to go here. I'm going to go shopping, right? He says, don't give out. Rebuda says, you're not allowed to give candy to the kids for free when they come to the store because they made the mother. No, mom, we're going shopping. Where are you going, mom? We're going to that. Let's go to that store, mom. Come on, come on, come on, right? You can't, you can't do that. He's training them, right, to take all the business away from the others. Okay? Yeah. The rabbis say, no, no, what are you talking about? No problem. You can do this. Right? Yeah. You want the kids to come to shul? The candy man's there, of course, right? Well, of course, right? We're going to go. Right? Lost We're gonna, yeah, exactly. Chachamim says it's mutar. Absolutely allowed to do that. So let's say that Abhuna, who moved, says move the mill, holds like a biuda. Okay? Who says that you can't give out the candies, you're going to draw all the customers to you. So this guy, no. Says, no, no, not necessarily true. Doesn't mean they, they, they only the biuda. Even Chachamim, who say you're allowed to give out the candy, might say that you have to move the mill. Why? Filu banan. You know what the rabbis are arguing with the Biyuda and the rabbis are arguing about giving out candies? You know why Chachamim and the Biyuda are arguing over there about giving out candies? So because the rabbis could turn around, the guy, the guy who's not giving anything, right? The guy who is giving could tell the guy who's not giving, hey, you know what? I'm giving out candy, so you give out chocolate. You can also do the same like I'm doing, right? He's not doing anything. I'm going to give out for candy, you give out something else that'll make them come. I'm going to give out uh, Fisto, and you're going to give out almonds, whatever. What's the difference? Do the same like me, but over here, he has a claim that you're stopping my income. Because, because there's, there's a limited number of customers that need the mill in this alleyway. Remember, we have to talk about, can I bring people from outside into this alleyway, which we're going to discuss in a minute. But... There are a limited number of customers here, and you, by putting a second mill, are interrupting my, over there, when I have a, stu- a store, I can give out chocolate, and you can give out candy, and they'll come wherever they want, they'll come wherever they want to go. And therefore, we could say the Chachamim and the Biuda are not arguing on the mill. They would agree that when he's claiming that you're taking away my income, right? What time is it? We have enough time. Yeah. When you're taking away my income, you're not allowed to open the mill. Okay? Yeah, Challenge. Question, Challenge. We're getting there. We're getting there. Go ahead. Just a quick question. Good. What is income? Let's say guys make it Great. Gorgeous. Oh, guys, I love it. Perfect. Correct. Is that cool? Now, what happens if, right, do I call lost income any dollar that I used to make? I used to make $1,000 a week before you open and now I'm making $700. Or am I causing, when I say stopping my income, I used to make $1,000 a week and you've put me out of business. I got nothing. Well, which one is it? Maybe one is allowed and maybe one's not allowed. Okay. So let's, we have to leave that hanging for a minute, but that's the question you're addressing. Mara says like this. We're going to challenge this whole story about putting the mill outside. Says the Baraita, Adam Hanut You're allowed to open a store right next door to your friend. You can open a bathhouse right next door to the bathhouse of your friend. He cannot stop you from opening. Because you could tell him back, I'm doing business in my store, and you're going to do business in your store. I'm not forcing customers into my store. The customer will decide to come to me or come to you. And therefore, you don't have a claim against me. 
That's regular. That's that. This line is standard business practice, right? I open the store. I open what I want. No one can tell me anything. That's the law of America. You open it and you try to get the customers to come to you, right? And that's what the Gemara over here says. And therefore, that's absolutely against Rav because Rav says, no, no, you can't open the mill over here because this guy's got a mill already. And if that's true now, they seem to be diametrically opposed. And therefore, Rav disagrees with this opinion, right? They're not. Say what? They're not, really. Why not? Because you, you already told us, this is not a retail store. This is on the alleyway. It's a service to the... Good, to the good, good, good. But right now, on face value, I agree with you. On face, right. on face value, it looks like there's a contradiction here. Right. Rav says, move away the mill. And the other, and the Balaita says, open two competing businesses right next door to each other. And each one will say, the customer has a choice. They'll come to wherever they want to go. And therefore, they should say the same thing by the mill. Open... Two mills, and let the customer choose where he wants to go. Seems like it's a contradiction. Okay. My answer's back. You're right. Tanaehi. It's a machloket in the Tanaim. Is that a hand asking me a question or you're stretching? No, no, stretching? Okay, fine. No problem. I don't know. That's okay. No problem. I'm, I'm paying attention. You see, I'm watching you. Kofin b'neim evuot ze et ze shelo leoshif b'neim lo hayad lo bursiki lo melamet tinokot. So here we go. Remember, I told you how we live. We live in alleyways, and then we live in courtyards. Okay, Courtyards is a much smaller area. There's many courtyards off the alleyway. So he says like this. The Bene Mavoy. So all these people that live in all these courtyards, called Bene Mavoy. Say there's 10 courtyards. Every house has six. Everyone has six. 60 houses. Those all 60 guys are Bene Mavoy. My shachen, my neighbor, is the guy that's in my courtyard. One of my six. Okay? Says like this. Osea Adam, I skipped the line, sorry about it. Says like this. The people that live, these 60 guys that live in this alleyway. You're not allowed to open a tailor. You're not allowed to open a tannery. You're not allowed to uh, open a school. No craftsmen. This is a residential neighborhood. You have no right to open a business in my residential neighborhood. So you move into, yeah, you're zoning laws now. You move into, that's what it is. That's what it is. is. You moved into the, I just bought a house over here, right? And I loved, I came, I went went shopping for a house. I love this, this area is beautiful. Quiet, residential, very nice. I buy a house. A month later, a guy opens a mill outside right in front of my door. And I can't park now because I can't come down the block. I think the guys on East Third by Uri, they're screaming. They can't get out of the driveway. They come try the other. They can't get out of there. They have to leave the house at certain hours because they know when they can't get out of the It's crazy. No, no, it's Meshnoon. So now he's telling you over here, right, that this, 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 you can't tell me now, right, that you want to open a business. I can stop you if you are. It says, Kofin bene ma ze et ze. 60 guys, one of the 60 trying to open a business, it's the homeowners association. Sorry, Habibi, you're out. Can't open, okay? Fine. So he said, why? Because, and now, no, no Christmas, but inside the courtyard, my neighbor, I can't stop him. I can't stop him. Residential? Okay, okay. It, that's what it says. We have to figure out why. My shachen, my neighbor, I can't, why? Think about that for a second more, okay? No. Mm, no, no, no. Think, huh? What's the, what's the purpose, right, what's the purpose of the, of the Mavoy? Access. It's a throughway. Access. It's, a, it's access. It's throughway. What's the purpose of the courtyard? 
that the yeah, ovens there, there. I have rights to stand. That's my outdoor. That's my porch. It's my porch. It's your porch. It's everyone's porch. I have rights to be there, just like you have rights to be there. So it says, my shachen, I can't stop it. My 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 boy, you have no right. This is not meant for business. This is a freeway. Oh, he could open the business. He could open his business in the courtyard. That's what it says so far. Okay. <laughs> Again, la shachen eno kofel. Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel Omer, no. Af l'shcheno kofel. Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel argues. Says no, no. Even the neighbor, you can't. This is not. You're right. You have rights to sit outside, take a suntan, make a barbecue. You want to start bringing people from outside into here, into the business, into this area where I have a right to sit outside with my family? No. You can't bring me outsiders into my courtyard. So even Ashbad says no. This is for you now. Pay attention. It's very clear to me that if someone from outside the city wants to open inside the city a competing business with one that already exists, there's a store here, and somebody from outside the city, doesn't live in the city, remember in those days, it's not like over here, the cities are walled cities, there's small areas, right, and in between there's roads, and you go to the next walled city, so this guy from some other city wants to move over here, put a store competing with one that already exists in this city, okay? says, Pashut, I can stop him, okay? Matzi ma'akev. Now, But if this guy is actually paying local taxes here, Maybe he owns a piece of property and he's paying real estate tax. Even though he doesn't live here, but he's paying taxes. So now he's part of he's considered part of the city. You can't stop him anymore. He's, even though he doesn't live here, since he has a foothold here, he can do what he wants to do just like anybody else. Okay? Bar bar Lo Okay? According to this opinion, if you live in the alleyway and I want to open up also in the alleyway, no one from this alleyway can stop me because I live here also. Even though I have rights for through fare, since I have rights, I can do what I want to do here just like you can do what you want to do here. Okay? You told me an outsider from some other city can't open in the city. You told me for sure that if I am on this Mavoy itself, one of the 60 guys, I can open. What happened if I'm one of the 60 guys from the next Mavoy over? I'm in the same city, but it's not my house. This is not the road, the passageway to get to my house. I got to go on the one that's around the corner. Can I open up here or not? I'm a part, I'm a, I'm part of the city, but I'm not part of this month. Says the Maran, Tiku. We don't know. We don't know. Okay. Fine, I don't, I don't want to go too far. Okay. I, I think that's enough for us for our background in the Gemara. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump into, start to, uh, to talk about what, what the Betin decided over here, okay? So we have a bunch of information. We've learned that there's maybe some kind of, uh, some kind of competitive laws. By the way, notice there's no basis in the Torah for this, by the way. There is no uh, law about competition. The only thing that they hang it on is something that we talked about last week, Asita Yashar Vatov. You should try to do what's the right thing to do, which is a very vague statement. And therefore, the rabbis came up with some kind of laws. They do, they do try to protect some kind of business monopolies in certain scenarios. The question is, what are the parameters? That's really what it comes down to. And that, that should answer Eli's question. Why, the, why was the kashrut getting involved altogether? Is because there is a concept of some competitive practices that we want to try to protect. Not, not letting people go out of business. The question becomes, who's it for? Who asked that question? Albert, maybe? Right? Who's it for? For the, for the uh, it was you, Ali? Yeah, for the residents, also Albert. Okay, the wrong okay, said that, Gamzeh. Okay? But the question would be for the townspeople or for the business owners. Okay? And here we go. This is what happens. Betin says like this. The claims of the, the guy that had the O-Nuts store was that the town is too small to support, to support two businesses. 
Okay, it's too small. You're putting me out of business altogether. To answer that question I mentioned earlier before, we would say that if it reduces your income, that's not called putting you out of business. There's a difference between reducing your income, putting you out, putting you out of business. The Gmana later on actually talks about the guy who had the mill at the end of the road, and the other guy comes and he puts it right at the beginning. So that nobody, who's, who's going to walk all the way to the end of the road when I could do it right here? I'm walking down, I'll grind it right here, finish. I don't go all the way there, no one's going to do that. That's putting the guy out of business, that's not allowed. Okay? So over here, his claim is, you're going to put me out of business, the town is too small to support two kosher types of these establishments, and therefore, I want you to not be allowed to sell these uh, puff jokers. That's one of the claims. Number two, they claim that they, draw, they brought all the local customers. They know where they are. They're in business for a long time. You want to now piggyback off the fact that I drew the customers here, so you put your store across the street. That's the fish. I baited this area. Yeah. yeah. Does it make a difference which one came first? Yes. The first guy's the one who has the claim. Let's say, let's say you have a guy who's selling uh, fancy sushi. Right? Yeah. And another guy opens a pizza and sushi place. Right. As opposed to, let's say, a pizza and sushi. It will be the same. It will be the same question. What's the difference? Well, maybe I could stop her from selling sushi. He's already here. He's selling sushi. I could okay. say that the, that the pizza and sushi place created demand for higher level product. Good. Which is why I came into this. Good. Well, that's the counterclaim. So we'll see. That's the counterclaim. Yeah. What's your name? I don't know your name. Sorry. Leon. Leon. Does doing business online affect that range? Good question. Great question. Correct. Right. He, they already had an online business. The the the, uh, the, the uh, nuts guy said he had, they had an online business, but again, small. So the question would be that that expands the range of now it's global almost technically nowadays yeah, online business could be global, right? Where where do, where do you draw the boundaries of cities anymore? People in the first neighborhood know that, this, that they can just call. They can make. They can make online orders. Make an online order. It's not very far to everybody to do it. Right. So it's a good question. It's a great question. I don't know. It's a great question. Yeah. I have a question. So from a, let's say a... Oh, so I don't know your name either. I'm Ralph. sorry. Ralph. Okay. So Ralph. By the way, we're in the honeymoon stage. Nobody <laughs> get insulted if I don't know your name yet. But please, when you address me, if I don't use your name when I call on you, it means I don't know your name. I'm serious. I'm serious. So please say your name first. I, I want to get to know everybody. Okay? So go ahead. Ralph. So from a real estate perspective, yeah. if I own a piece of real estate, yeah. wants to rent it to a pizza store, and there's a pizza store in the next town over... Good. Good. Maybe I'm, not, maybe I'm not allowed to open up another competing business. Being the real estate agent, maybe I can't draw... An, I might be not allowed to. He's like, I forgot. Sorry, Mar, I forgot to push pause at that part. Sorry, sorry. I should have pushed pause for you, Mars. I know, I know. Yeah. The problem is you can't rent the store. The only guy you can rent the store is the guy that wants to open up. Right. Right. What do you want me to do? Right. 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 Do I say lift native? You know, right. So the question would be like this. If the competing business is going to is going to be Asur, technically I would not be allowed to help him put him, put him in business. But if it's not going to be Asur, I'd be allowed to. So the question comes down to, what are they doing? Is it competitive practices that are going to be allowed or competitive practices that are not going to be allowed? That's really the question. Okay? And that's the question that we're addressing right now. Because that's what we're trying to say. That you want to open up something over here that's going to hurt my business. They're claiming, as it is we're losing money, this is really going to put us out of business. And uh, I don't know if we want to stop. Yeah, Vic. I, know. I said, if I, I said, if I say your name, you don't got it. If I don't say your name, say your name. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's the name I want to forget. <laughs> so that's a good question. The question is like this. If I did, and I'm saying like this. If I have, if I know that somebody's going to be making an isur, I have an obligation to stop him from the Torah. I have an obligation. 
He's, he's the blind guy that wants to do something that's asur. If I see the guy is going to spot to eat something that's unkosher, I have to tell him, wait, wait, wait. It's unkosher. You know that, right? So this same idea. This guy opening up, if he's going to do something that's against the halakha, I have to tell him. So yeah, the onus would be on the real estate broker. You have to broker, tell him the, or you have to not please it to him? No, I have to tell him. I have to tell him. And then he wants to do that's his problem now. That's his problem. You don't have to stop him. You I gotta beat him up? What am I doing? Call no, him. Okay. What about you take a little town like Dio? Yeah. It's a very small population. It has one grocery store and one pizza store. And the residents are all going to shop and Lakewood or other areas. Right. Now there's another pizza store, the second grocery store. Right. And what are they doing? Right. They're in fact they're building the economy there. Good. That's the that's the counterclaim. Now comes the counterclaim. The counterclaim is right. You're, that's the that's the that's the that's setting up the market. I've I've built a flower district. I've built a shopping district. I've built a restaurant district. I built an. That's right. It's like example. If a guy has a flower store in a small town and he's charging thirty dollars for roses, a new guy comes in, he's going to bring down the price and make it more competitive for the customer. He's almost hurting the customer. No, he said you're hurting the guy. No, no, you're hurting the customer by, by not stopping it. Him. Correct, correct, correct. He's right. We don't like the, this guy's pizza, but we have to buy it because we have no choice and we got to pay the higher price because no other customers. I'm not going to prove it. That's what it is. Absolutely true. Okay, it's absolutely true. It's part of the halakha. Okay, here we go. Counterclaims and then the halakha, what they po- they were posek. You ready? The counterclaims. Number one, counterclaim number one, the stores are not direct competition. We're more of a restaurant establishment. We're selling better quality. We're selling to higher customer clientele. Say again? That's their counterclaim. Okay, that's the counterclaim. The counterclaim is that we're not selling the same thing. We're open different hours. We're open restaurant hours. You're open retail hours. They're claiming that they're they're differentiating the business. We're different than you, and therefore we, we you have no rights to tell us not to sell. It's part of chocolates. Fine. Number one. That that was number two. Uh, what was the other one? There was that uh, that the chocolates uh, is not your uh, main part of your business. You sell many items, you guys. You're selling oh nuts. Open the store, candies, nuts, this, that, gift basket. One item is chocolate. It might reduce your income, but it's not putting you out of business. So therefore, we should have the rights to open the chocolates. Good? Those were the counterclaims. We didn't answer if... If it's going to be from income from a thousand to zero or a thousand. So to zero. I said that, that we, I, 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 if it puts you out of business, it's asur. That's the guy putting the milk at the beginning of the alleyway. I said it before, right? Yeah. That's correct. That's the counterclaim. Okay. So now. It's a store next door and he's better than you and he has better goods. He puts you out of business, you can't open it. So. Puts you out of business is because he has better goods. But how do you know if he's selling? If he's selling the same exact item and he's reducing the price and he's just putting you out of business like that, it's technically asur. But he's not doing it. Not allowed. J2 and Pizza Time. They're worlds apart, but they're the same exact price. Same price, though, right? J2 and Pizza Time. Are they the same price? They're the same price. No? Are they? I don't know. Is it? Much cheaper. Who else is slice cheaper? Uh, the, the taste is, question is the question is the price. Yeah. So if your intention is to open up to put this guy out of business from the beginning, you know this guy is here. You're coming into the market. Yes, they do. 
Actually, they, they want to make money. They don't uh, want to put. Uh, no, no. I need to put. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put this guy out of business. I have much more money than him. I'll lose. I'll take losses in the beginning. Put him out, and then I can raise my prices. And now I own the business. Of course, there's plenty of people who do that. What are you talking about? Of course. And that would be Asur. The guy opens the block on the same thing. It, yes. If, if this is intention, it's definitely Asur. Okay. 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 Go ahead. Yes. You say, oh, I'm going to make this, tell the, you tell the retail, I'll make this item for you. Cheaper. Yeah. I'll make it cheaper. Yes. And you're a big business and yes. you put them out. Yes. So, uh, you're, putting, you're losing money on it? No. no. He's making less. Making you're making less, less money. It's mutar. Mutar. It's allowed. It's allowed. It's allowed. It's allowed. Yeah, it's allowed. That la- reducing profits is not my problem. Putting them out of business is my problem. That's that, that, that guy needs to make the high margin. Okay, so that was the claim of the of the chocolate store. Okay, his, his counterclaim was, yeah, you were going to reduce me, but that's going to put me out of business. The analysis of the Beitin says that wasn't true because you've been losing money for four years already, four, <laughs> and it's not your main income. How are you still in business? Right? The Beitin said, if you're telling me you're making money till now, you started losing money, and it's going to put you out of business, we'll listen to your claim. But you took over the store, and from the beginning, you never made money yet. It's four years, and the, and the store's been losing money. So how are you still in business? Oh, you have other business, not your main business. So it's not going to put you out of business, because you're already funding the business. So you're... So that's part of the part of their part of their ruling was, and then I'll give you the final one. ruling. That guy made yeah. just lose that one yeah. item. I have one question: Is the throw monkey wrenches? The guy has the pizza store; he's doing well. Yeah. Someone works for him now. He opens up the pizza store. Oh, it's a whole ah, it's a different ball game altogether. That's another class. That's another class altogether. That's a new class altogether. He's got all the re- he knows all the suppliers, all the things. He knows everything. That's a, maybe next week. But at the end of the day, the bed team says the, the bed team agreed. The bed team agreed with the, the, the second store that you were differentiated enough. That you weren't going to put them out of business, that the quality was different, the market was different, exactly. and therefore they ruled that they're allowed to open the other right. line of chocolates. Amen. Amen. Amen.